So thank you all for joining us today. Uh, my name is Adam Rush. I am the president of the Summon Association. Um, the Summon Association is charged with building the Summon ecosystem so that we can have the Summon platform in a compliant way so that we know it's going to last for the long haul. So we are the um, organization that's releasing the Summon token. If you are interested in acquiring Summon utility tokens, these are tokens that have been classified as utility tokens in the Swiss jurisdiction. Um, you can uh, start um, staking to the ADAO stake pool and join our ISPO. So we'd love for you to check that out. Check out our Twitter timeline for that. Um, we will be opening a token sale soon, so be on the lookout for that if you are interested in acquiring tokens. Holding Summon tokens allows you to be a member of the Summon member community. As a member of the Summon member community, or the Summon DAO as we call it, you will be able to have the ability to set parameters on the Summon platform. Um, you will also be able to have a representative in the Summon Association Assembly, which is a legal body in Switzerland. So we are very excited about the fact that we can actually have a DAO that is you know, helping to control an actual physical organization. Uh, so that's really important to us. ADAO is another organization that has a seat on the Summon Association Assembly because ADAO, of course, is the organization that Summon came out of. And so we're very proud to have given a grant of tokens to ADAO so that they will always have a um, stake in the governance of the Summon project. Um, we also will be um, giving discounts to holders of Summon tokens if you want to use those uh, for when we implement platform fees because, you know, our devs got to eat. Um, so we're going to have to uh, eventually charge fees. Sorry about that, <laughs> but you know how it goes. Uh, so as our platform goes on mainnet and people are using the Summon platform, um, they can um, get those, you know, uh, utilize the Summon tokens for that purpose. Um, and speaking of which, I have pinned to the top a big announcement that we released today, and it is only partially an April School Day uh, announcement. We are now opening up applications for Summon Platform Early Access users. If your organization would like to start using the Summon Platform to build a community, manage your treasury, hold polling, uh, hold polls so that you can uh, ask, you know, have a vote among your membership to decide uh, what kind of NFTs we want to buy, how do we want to spend the treasury, um, what do we want to call ourselves, whatever question you want to ask, you can poll your members. You can pull members outside of the community. You can assign whatever asset you want to be the basis for these polls. Um, you can start um, getting on board with the Summit platform if you fill out this application. We are going to have to, you know, like sort through the applications to be sure that we are finding good candidates for people who are ready to use our platform now because we are still in the finalization process. So I hope you understand that that just because you fill out an application doesn't mean you automatically get onboarded to the Summit platform. We are still in the very early release uh, platform. But we do have our platform running on mainnet now. We are starting to take applications for people who want to use it on mainnet. And that's why we're so excited to have this call um, to discuss with communities what they are doing for governance and you know what how we can all work together uh, to have Cardano become an ecosystem where the users can build communities um, and have a lot of expressiveness in their communities. Um, now, in that post, we did say there are free puppies. 
unfortunately, there was only one puppy. He has already been given away to my children. So the puppy supply has run out. I'm very sorry if you signed up for that form expecting a free puppy. Um, they're gone. Uh, but he's a good boy, and he will carry on in all the valor of summon. I promise you that. So um, without further ado, I do want to just have a couple more people come up here on stage. Um, Riley, if, Riley and TCT, if you guys are willing to take speaker, I'd love for Riley to just give us a real quick dev update on how things are going from the dev perspective. And TCT, give us a real quick um, update on onboarding and community uh, perspective so we know um, what is going on with how we're going to be onboarding people um, and again, like I said, you know, we're still in the early access stage, so we're not able to take everybody right now. But if you do want, if your organization does want early access, um, you can fill out this form, and we're going to find the best candidates for now. Um, I, I do see uh, Disco. Is that Badger behind this uh, behind the badge? Do you do you want to go first? Yeah, I just want to ask: um, Was the puppy like handmade, or was it AI generated? Ha! He was. Uh, he was adopted. He's a rescue. Um, his name is Frankie. He's a long dog, and I'll post. I'll, I'll make a post about him later on my personal profile because he's a good boy. <laughs> Riley, I'm going to throw this over to you now. Yeah, sorry. Um, as Twitter Spaces do, uh, when I came up to speaker, I may have lost about a sentence of what you actually wanted me to talk about, but uh, I'm happy to talk about anything and everything development-related for Summon. And while I don't speak for the whole development team, I definitely can uh, relay conversations that have been had and speak for myself. Absolutely. We just want a sort of general update of what you guys have been up to, um, the status of the platform right now, and if people are accepted to the early access stage of the platform, what they can expect to see. Yeah, so a lot of what we've been doing uh, the past couple weeks has been around... Uh, UI, UX improvements, as well as quashing any remaining known issues. Uh, we have put Agora for the UI development on hold. Uh, the APIs have been done for a while, but we're going to be coming back to that shortly after mainnet launch. Sorry, I got something stuck in my throat. One second. Sorry. Um, so yeah, basically we uh, we have all of the, the platform features integrated to the UI already other than Agora. The Agora APIs are ready to go, uh, presumably, and we'll be integrating those into testnet following the uh, public mainnet release, um, or maybe even prior to the public mainnet release. But as Adam stated, we have the, uh, the stuff that's currently on testnet already in mainnet uh, deployed, running, and um, we've actually fixed a couple of issues that exist in testnet that are now fixed in mainnet. So if you're using the early access mainnet, you'll notice that some of those issues that might be experienced on testnet are already fixed. Um, we are finalizing details around the sale and ISPO claim, um, and we want to get that kind of lined up. Um, but really, uh, we're we're in a pretty good spot, um, or at least we're all feeling pretty optimistic from the development standpoint. One of the things we want to do uh, after we're all sort of settled in with the feature set that has been uh, currently advertised, we're, we're going to be probably moving into uh, a period where we will 
be extending our uh, reach for what the Summon platform actually includes. Uh, so some of the things we've talked about internally have been uh, like a social layer, right, um, for communities and organizations to leverage. But um, additionally, things like ERP software and, and such, uh, those types of suites. Um, and then finally, as some of you may have seen a, a short thread I made, um, we do intend to make the Summon platform inclusive of a multitude of chains. And while the team continues to have a special place in its heart for Cardano, and we will always prioritize Cardano, um, we definitely will be uh, accommodating to multiple ecosystems and uh, cross-chain poles are definitely in the future. Yeah, and this is really a way that we can pull more people into our communities, right? So if you have people in Ergo, if you have people in Polygon or whatever that want to be able to be part of our organizations, um, this chain, this is a way that we can bring them in and we can bring them together and pull them and um, have this tied in. And so hopefully this is a way, you know, with a multi-chain future that we can pull this all together. So it's really exciting stuff that we have been looking at and that we are hoping to deploy as we get it going. Any questions for Riley? And uh, I mean, if there's no questions, then I'll just, you know, give a, a little uh, tease here and say that we have some really big partnerships brewing and we will be, uh, so long as everything, you know, falls into place correctly, we'll be making announcements of those things um, in the near future. But we can't talk to what those things are specifically, nor give the announcement until we are uh, sort of lined up on that end. But it's, it's going to surprise a lot of people, I think. The announcement of the announcement. You heard it here first. Lido, you got your hand up. Oh my gosh, I never thought I would hear Riley do an announcement of the announcement, but maybe it's all part of the April Fool's um, energy. No, I'm just um, excited, Lido. Sorry. <laughs> May I play? Um, how far behind is API stuff? Like, if you wanted to do some things on the platform, uh, we need pull that into doc. your own system, stuff like that. We need, we mm -hmm. need uh, documentation. The uh, So, like, already right now, if you know where to find it, um, you can access the Summon mainnet APIs, and you could start building on top of them. So the APIs are uh, already ready to be built on top of. Um, if we want to work with people to provide some sort of white glove solution around off specifically so that the signatures people are sending don't say you're logging into summon platform, right? You're agreeing to summon platforms terms of use. We, we can always work with groups to, to figure out solutions around uh, user experience on that type of thing. But um, the APIs are definitely available to use uh, and we'll be publishing documentation as soon as we can get that out there. Um, it just kind of has fallen as uh, an item on the priority list, uh, but it's definitely still on the priority list. Super cool. Yeah. Oh, and then when, when are people expected to hear back if they fill out that form? If you go, if you fill out that form, we should be able to get back to you within a couple weeks, um, one way or another. Okay. But it might, you know, it, it'll just depend on how many people we have fill out the form, and it'll depend on 
um, how much room we have uh, for each organization. Yeah, there's a lot to of be clear. I mean, it could be that you hear back as soon as like a few hours if you fill out that form because we do want to get people uh, early teams onboarded, but um, we we want to make sure there's not too heavy of throughput at this time prior to the public launch, and then the public launch actually, I mean. Something I think we feel comfortable saying publicly is that it will be in the month of April, yes? So April is only four weeks, um, roughly speaking. I have been yelled at for telling people um, that launched before. Uh, okay, well, at least so yell at he me. He said it. So he yell, said yell it. I'm okay yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're launching sometime this month of April. Um the public mainnet release, like I said, the, the platform is already sort of up and running for mainnet. If you try and go to the platform, you're not going to be able to find the link very easily. Um, but other than that, it's it's up, so it's it's out there. Um, we just want to make sure that we are getting our, our ducks in a row, uh, as one might put it, um, prior to sort of opening any floodgates. Yes, and there are definitely... Um, groups that we want to talk to about integrating with our APIs and groups that we know are awesome at building things that may or may not rhyme with um, Rido Station um, that, you know, we, we have on our list of people we need to talk to. Well done. But we just uh, have been so busy, we haven't set up those meetings yet. So, uh, yeah, we, if you want to talk with us about building, building with us, um, we, we are we you know we are definitely interested and we are definitely going to be doing that. Uh, it's just you know as you know, as everybody knows we have a small team, a focused team, a team that has been grinding with very little money. And I am so proud of our devs who just have um, taken um, taken on this task to do this and have done so much. Um, so and and who are you know just hauling us over the finish line. So. Um, yeah, that, that's all I'll say about that. So if Riley's not going to grab the mic for me here, I'm going to see if Tom is in a position where he can talk about sort of what he does working with communities to help them understand. Because that's that's kind of the other side of the coin here, is that when we bring people on as early access users, we want them to have a good experience. We want to make sure that they understand how to use the platform and that they have team members that they can contact. And so that's going to be Tom, that's going to be Gabe, that's going to be Illusion, and other people on our team. And they're going to be, you know, they're going to be there to answer questions and help out um, in doing the main onboarding. Uh, so uh, that's that's part of the reason why we have to sort of have a little bit of um, a list of, like, who we will get to in what order. Because if somebody's not, you know, comfortable using it yet, we have to wait until they are at a point where we feel like we can move on to the next person, right? So that we don't have a lot of people who are lost without being able to help them. Um, so yeah. So uh, TCT, are you you able to um, chat with us? Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, I think for me, I think when it comes to onboarding, right? Uh, aside uh -oh. from like, uh, can you not hear me? I can hear you, not sure if Riley can. I am. Riley can never hear anybody in Twitter spaces. I, I must be running really bad right now. He hasn't figured it out yet. I think you are, you're all the same person. <laughs> Riley is rugging, so Riley's going to drop and come back up, and Tom is going to continue telling us what's going on, because I think everyone else can hear Tom. 
Yeah, for someone so intelligent, it's taking him quite a while to figure this out. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think when it comes to onboarding, uh, you know, for me at least, yeah, it's just about time, right? Like, start using it in ADAO, start using it in Scat DAO, start using it in Summon and and Disco and all these communities, um, you know, and that's how we're gonna find out these you know, nuances, these little things <clears throat> that we can't see from the surface, right? And figure out things that work really well, uh, things that don't work really well. Um, and and I think that's going to be the biggest part, right? These, these more robust communities that have been around for a while, getting on there um, and using it, <clears throat> and then not only using it, but sort of helping help shape it, right? Uh, and, and really be blunt and and forward about what they see and what they want to see. Um, so that I think is the next big step, uh, you know, how I'm looking at it. And, uh, so yeah, yeah, I think it was really, it was cool having, you know, talking to Eric and the guys from Scatdow yesterday. Um, and I think that's going to be it. Like, yeah, getting with other groups like Light Donation, seeing where they can use this and then helping them fit it in. Uh, but then really making sure that they're part of the progression. Uh, the platform and, and the tools, the way that they look and feel. One hundred percent. Anybody have any questions for Tom about onboarding? Well, you know, if, if you know, I know here it's kind of difficult, but uh, obviously, you know, speak up. But I'm pretty easy to reach, uh, especially in Discord. And, uh, you know, we have a team email. Twitter, I'm not as responsive. I've been avoiding it. But uh, but you can always get me in Discord. And I'm everybody in this space, at least who I see, uh, knows I'm pretty reachable. Darlington, go ahead. Twitter is rough. What did you say, Riley? Oh, I just said Twitter is rough. Twitter is rough. It's, it's official. Yeah. Uh, my question about onboarding is, um, who's on the hook to onboard the members of these different communities? Because I imagine the stuff that you guys are talking about is, like, the signers, the admins, the people running the system. Um, what's going to be the state of documentation and videos and stuff of, like, just users using the system? Or is that, is that are the DAO community on board for onboarding, yeah? on the hook for onboarding their members? Um, by the time that we put out our public launch for mainnet, we will have videos uh, describing the full usage of the platform so that people have kind of a tutorial to reference. Um, but additionally, uh, like it's been said, we're happy to kind of work with people directly if they need any help with onboarding um, in that regard. So, um, I mean, kind of deciding there's obviously decisions that are going to have to be made for every community. Um, and this is something that we experienced with our first onboarding call. Um, people need to kind of make decisions about uh, who is going to be the quote-unquote community manager within the platform, right? Um, and like you're saying, it's, it's kind of like in this context, it's managing things within the platform directly as opposed to signers on a multi-sig, for example. But um, yeah, kind of deciding who's doing what um, is important, and we do have uh, a very clear path to making it so that 
you don't have to have somebody in charge of managing your community. You can just have it be decentralized, right? And we want it to be that way. But um, with this initial launch, uh, the primary mechanism and the only one that's supported really without um, Agora in place is going to be through a single user being the, the quote-unquote community manager, right? And so they're able to sort of add the Agora DAO. They're able to create polls. There's also like poll managers who can just create polls um, or, or approve them, right? Um, anybody can like create a poll, but then uh, one of these managers has to approve it. And you could also set up your community in a way where you don't have to have somebody approve it. But again, these are things where uh, different organizations need to make those decisions. And we will definitely have uh, clear documentation prior to the public release, um, the, the non-early access one, uh, where that documentation will lay out kind of what decisions need to be made and, and some considerations for each one. Uh, That's super cool. Thanks. And since your since your mic is working right now, uh, something that I ran into on the testnet is the thing that every every website has issues with with SIP CIP eight and Ledger. Um, what's that looking yeah. like? Do we have a so manual workaround or something? We, or? we fixed, uh, or I, I guess you could say fixed. Optimally and and DZ especially was throwing a lot of shade at Ledger for not sort of having a, a actual solid integration for Cardano, because um, that's the issue at hand, right? Ledger didn't do all of the work that they should have done. Um, at the end of the day, that's neither here nor there. What we've done is we are using a transaction, a sort of mock transaction. The user has to sign this mock transaction. There's metadata attached, which uh, would serve the same purpose as signing a message. We don't submit the transaction, so, um, I mean, Users can't assume we're not going to submit it because that's not proper security, but it, it's a transaction that's sort of non-influential, um, even if it were to be submitted. And again, we're not submitting those transactions. We're just collecting them for the purpose of having a signature, which we can use to verify the information in the metadata, right? Um, and so that's our workaround for hardware wallets, specifically Ledger, that do not support CIP8. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, CIP8 is the message signing standard in Cardano. Um, so that we can sort of collect signatures without having it to be on a transaction. But again, like Lido just pointed out, Ledger actually doesn't support this at this time. Uh, if they support it in the future, then we'll just use CIP8 all the way through. But for now, our uh, solution is using mock transactions. And that is already uh, implemented and readily available on the early access mainnet. That is super cool. So is this like a one ADA type thing that will show up for the user? Right, right. It'll show up uh, for the user for them to sign it that way, um, but it it won't actually be submitted on our end or right. through the through the app. Yeah, yeah. That that sounds like something people will need to definitely like say five hundred times. Yeah, and because people will definitely freak out. And Lido, if you go to the testnet now, you should see at the top there's a little like switch that says switch to TX mode for Ledger wallets. So that's kind of like the workarounds that if you have a ledger that you want to use as your um, hardware wallet, that you can do that. That is super cool. Thanks. All right. Well, thank you. Um, thank you, Lido, for the questions. Thank you, Riley and Tom, for giving us the information here. Um, and 
I'm going to go ahead and move us along uh, with the halfway point. Or shoot, one, one second. Before we move on, I'm sorry, Adam. Uh, Rodrigo just messaged me. I wasn't actually the one that worked on this particular feature, the ledger integration. Um, we're actually using uh, transactions that are already expired, so there's no way for them to be submitted. They're technically invalid transactions anyway, um, just for clarification. There you go. So if you want to go in and do that audit yourself and look at that transaction that, you're, that we're using as the mock transaction, it couldn't possibly affect your wallet. So that's awesome. Thank you guys for setting up that way. So we'll move on uh, then, and I want to introduce our special guests for today. Uh, we have joining us Disco Solaris, uh, the Disco community at large, and Gachi Labs, which is an organization within the Disco community that builds uh, on Disco. Uh, so I, I believe that's uh, Badger behind the Disco uh, handle, if I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken, though. Yep, I looks like I see 100 thrown up right there. Uh, we got Dagwell here, uh, Quasar, of course, uh, and other people, everybody else in the crowd. So, uh, yeah, I'll turn it over to you guys. And I want to hear about what dis what's up with Disco right now, and I want to hear what your approach is to building a strong community and how you govern your community, because I think that we all can learn a lot about, you know, like community governance from hearing um, what one of the strongest communities in Cardano does to make people feel like they're included and make people feel like they have a say in building the community together. So I'll be quick just introducing Disco and then we can get onto like the meat of it because um, I think that's the important thing. Um, so with Disco Solaris, we say it's a, a decentralized narrative uh, driven universe. So effectively, um, you know, between us and the main team and the community, we think of ourselves as characters who've, you know, started a new life away from Earth, and we've moved to a new planet, and we're basically building a city called Neo Miami together. Um, and then, like, from there, you know, whether it's, like, in art or music or games or various other ways, you know, we kind of create these, like, stories and, and have this, like, fun, you know, other life uh, within Neo Miami, which this all takes place. And, and I think a, a big focus in the kind of community governance that has you know, developed is that um, there was a group within the community who, you know, they got hold of the rarest NFT, fractionalized it using uh, Fricada and created a fungible token. And this was all community driven. This, um, all of the token um, was put into multi-sigs. And then that kind of has created like the, the basis of this almost like, you know, microcosm similar to Cardano where, you know, there, it's a decentralized system and people working to make decisions, I guess, also narratively, but now also kind of physically in a way too because of, of this fungible token, which, you know, we are um, looking to develop a disk catalyst system so, you know, people can apply for, for funding um, to get this coin to, you know, create things um, for the Disco Cyrus universe. So it is, it's almost like, um, um, you know, mini Cardano, and I think that's why it's, it's so amazing to talk about um, governance, right? Because, I mean, me and Crazy, I was talking about it for like two hours earlier, but you know, it's almost like Cardano light, and I think it's going to be really interesting for us to say, like, okay, this is an ecosystem where we can almost at a lower stakes, and in, in quite a fun way too, because, you know, there's this sci-fi retro future element, you know, practice um, governance and managing of funds and pools and so on, similar to Cardano, but without worrying that there's a billion ADA or whatever on the stake. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. So how do you guys, like, um, attract new, like, what, what are, I guess, what are the processes you see of, like, 
how new community members come into the ecosystem and how do they find their niche of sort of like who they want to work with and how they want to build things? So that's something that is very much a focus of mine at the moment, right? Because, you know, people, I'd say, often they're drawn to Disco Cyrus in different ways. And, and you know, it, to me, it's important to try and work out what that is and then make sure they can find the right people. You know, there's some people, obviously, they just want to take part on, like, the, the way that, you know, any kind of NFT or coin would be where they just want to hold and so on. And that's fine. And we, you know, we won't want to support them. But, you know, there's people who are drawn to the art and perhaps they're artists. So it's like, okay, how do we, you know, make sure they can find other artists within, or people who make music or people who write stories or, you know, one thing that has developed, especially in the wake of Discoin and, and the likes of Quasar and Dagwell joining us, is a lot of people who are into governance, who are developers and so on, have uh, joined our community. Um, and I think that's amazing. And I think it is important to, you know, we have to, we have to like, work out what people want and then guide them to the people who, um, you know, also interested in the same things. And, you know, thankfully... Uh, the, the ecosystems we're in, there aren't two, there are, there is like a, there's a spread of different platforms, but, you know, mostly Twitter and Discord are the ones that the people congregate to. And so through those platforms, it, it's, I think it's relatively easy, right? People tend to introduce themselves and you can work out quickly what they're into. And then from there, you know, try and guide them to the right places to, and people to interact with. Awesome. Do you have a sense of like how many different um, sort of like groups there are within this or how many different kinds of uh, threads there are going on? Um, I mean, someone who's basically a whole life, this is, I struggle to really keep up, you know, um, the nature of it being, you know, kind of decentralized and people can, you know, it's permissionless to, to take part and, and create things and do it, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, off the top of my head, no, um, because, you know, the, there's like, let's say there's like five or six different discords, and then there's all the people on Twitter, and there's people building these different things, and then there's probably group chats, you know, there's, 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 a, there's a fun one, there's a group that we call the Thai Cartel, where there's like tons of people um, in our community um, from Thailand that don't really speak English, and they have their own group chats, right, and you know, we do have people who get involved with us who, you know, act as like an interface and they can pass stuff between. But like being honest, like I, I don't have any entrance into their like back channels. So, um, you know, that's just like one example. That is really awesome. No, I love that international aspect. You have uh, these groups that where people are able to encounter, you know, within their communities, others who want to build on this and the communities, you know, just like Cardano is a community of community uh, community community of communities. You have communities communities within Disco even, um, and it's all recursive. So so Dagwell, tell me about what um, Gachi Labs is doing. Oh my no, man! What what aren't we doing right now? Um, it, you know, it seems like uh, one of the one of the things that we we love we pride ourselves on is we just love to just make sure that we're caught up, you know, on on just everything new that's going on. Um, I know. You might laugh because I spend a lot of time on on the command line. I, I love the CLI. I love my node. I love watching. I just I like watching the lines go down um, when the chain updates. Like I'm just really in love with it. Um, so right now with Gachi, what what we really want to focus on is kind of in line with government. We really want to provide a platform that allows different communities to be able to 
First of all, bring utility to their group. Um, and we were able to display a little bit of that with um, with the Silk Toad, which is what we're working with um, Jal Cartel and Disco Solaris to just to bring new and innovative ideas to the community. Um, with the chat bubbles, we just set up a platform. We were able to allow different communities to bring in their own um, their own token if they wanted to pay, uh, pay with their token, and also their own PFP um, to update it with um, chat bubbles. Just communication. But really, what we wanted to show is a proof of concept is that we can use things that have been crafted um, not only for the purpose of showing like of making um, profit for the communities to pay their devs and whatnot and to have money to move and whatnot but we can also use this technology to bring it together um, so that if you have a vote this this opens up a lot of things like just for instance oh you have a chat bubble well, you could buy a yes or a no chat bubble on the Silk Toad platform, and all of a sudden now you have a multi-community vote. Um, and I, we really like what Disco Solaris does because they bring in just like such a, a fertile ground of imagination and talent and the want and passion to build a story that's inclusive of the whole community taking into consideration all the different skills that we bring. Now, we might not hit it 100%, but there are so many overlapping things. For instance, um, uh, an ADAL community member that we work with, um, with uh, the Adara, with the hoodies. Um, I'm not going to say too much, but you may see a disco PFP wearing an Adara, and that is, that is inner support within the communities. We have Undaunted Earth, who is launching Meta Approach, and we are – we are chomping at the bit to be able to work with um, with Summon. So I think that we, I think that Dachi, we just we're community driven to try to bring utility and extra static when we're people are talking Quasar um, to the community. Oh, and, I think, and, I, and I think that we found that outlet um, with Disco Solaris, um, and it's just it's just innovation on innovation. Uh, we've been with ADAL um, every long, put it this way, long enough to get our founders token. And, um, you know, we just really, we love the community, driving tipsy down there, always bringing innovative uh, communication and ideas. Lido Nation, he's always on point with the APIs. When he asked about the APIs, I, I laughed. So like, I was like, that's a freaking Lido question because he's scraping data like a freaking comb across the beach. Uh, but that's another thing. So we're just, we really want to be a, a part of this community because we see the innovation. We see what is going on in Summon and other communities. And we just, we really like it. We really, we really love the fact that we're on Cardano. We know we made the right decision. And every day it's just, it's just a proof. 100%. Yeah, there's so much we have going on here and so much we can bring into it together. Quasar, what are you going to say, man? What are you going to say? You had your mic on. You were about to butt in. Did you hear anything that I was doing while my mic was yes, on? Yes, and we were ashamed. Go on. Okay, so I was I was outside in my apartment uh, here in, in Neo, Miami, Um watering some of the plants that I was trying to grow. Um, so I do apologize. Uh, I was wondering if, if someone would, would send an onboarding agent. Um, I have quite a few discos in, in apartment D that are interested in signing up. Um, 
right away. You know, you could. How, how do you envision the apartment? I'm so sorry, but this is with the government in which everyone kind of having to did kind of we've played with that idea with cat id we got more coming do you see this tying into governance using the apartments and whatnot um i, I i've been wanting to ask you that for a while yes 100 percent um one apartment one vote or um voting by apartment and this is a metadata, like, oh, you guys, I don't know when to be in character or just to be Quasar. Um, there's so many ways that we can play with things with Disco. Um, how, many, how many communities, how many threads, how many groups are there? Um, it's almost, you know, how many stories are there in the world? We're all having multiple stories at one time, and that's an identity thing. But how do we solve some of these complex problems, especially when we're, you know, so uh, concentrated on SIP 1694? We've got Voltaire in a deathlock, like Kung Fu grip choking Voltaire and, and, and that, that poor uh, SIP, that we need a place to be free, to, to, to lick the toad, play with the butterflies, and, and be creative and look for things other than what we're used to, not only in Cardano, but uh, throughout the, the, the history of governance and these types of governing solutions or bodies or systems. So, I mean, I see it as a way to, to create a playground to, to really be free to express distrust in systems and creativity to do wild stuff like make the apartment number which is very unknown and <clears throat> unique make it related to, to, to governance what can we not do when we know how to use the words that we're going to make up one of the things badger and i spoke about was creating a a committee a council to approve new words. So there's a, a, an official council of neologists. Um, they're going to be, they're the, they're the word onboarding experts. And I'm going to stop there. Well, I'll just say from an outside perspective, because I, I, I love observing disco. I, I don't have time to engage, unfortunately. Maybe, maybe someday when, my life can slow down a little bit. I'll be able to come in and engage more with you guys, but I love seeing the narrative that you guys build. And I'll, I'll just say like having that space for play is so important. I think that the, it's, I think that especially those of us in crypto, like the bear market makes it so much harder because we feel like we don't have room to play. We feel like everything is you know rough on us. We feel like everything is at stake. Right. Um, but when you have room to play, when you have room to just create with each other, you find that commonality. You find things to talk about, and you find ways to get through what you want to do together. That's how. That, that's why I'm here right now is because I got involved with ADAO, and I spent a year just, you know, every Wednesday night, every Saturday afternoon, getting together with a group of people and saying, like, what can we do to build something together? What? How can we make it so that people can collaborate? Um, 
And and that's and that was important to me to find that community. And you guys are doing something so important by playing that that's something that will translate to how we govern our larger ecosystem of Cardano. Um, you know, like and find relationships with each other. You know, it, it's 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 true, and play is work. And uh, to say that people you play is such a funny word, and it's it's almost been uh, removed um, from uh, from the, from its original meaning. Um, there's a ton of people working in Disco Solaris, and that's one of the reasons I love it so much. You go in there and. And people are working on code, on music, on art, on uh, governance. There's, it's, it's play because we love it. We have the, the, the medium to be playful with it and not take everything so serious. The bear market, you know, there was a wild pack of upside-down polar bears running through my governance garden. 100%. And when I say play, I absolutely do not mean to discount anything you guys are doing. I mean creative, creating narrative together in a way that is for fun and creativity as opposed to, you know, like like um, something you have to do because you must. Badger, Disco, you had your hand up. What were you going to say, man? Um, give me a moment. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just needed a moment. Um, reminded me of home, unfortunately. Um. Yeah, so there's a there's a proposal going on right now, um, raised by Marcus so of uh, Birthpool, Larissa Health, and he does like the EU uh, Cardano groups. Um, and he was saying, uh, you know, let Disco Solaris become like the, you know, a, a home for you know anyone who you know wants to in Cardano to participate in governance. And I think it's like a really interesting and cool thing, right? Because as you were saying, like. It does feel like there's a lot of like fun missing in crypto right now. Um, and one of the things that I think is really powerful about what we're doing here together is, you know, making those things fun, making governance and, and so on, like really interesting. Like I'll, I'll be completely honest, right? Like I, I have no, I had no like uh, background in dealing with any kind of governance before Disco. And it, and it was the community alongside me that, you know, kind of opened my eyes to that. And, and I think there's, there's going to be, loads of people in the community who could potentially uh, take part, you know, in governance on Cardano on, or beyond whatever blockchain, but maybe they just have not had it opened up to them before and they need something like a, a governance light almost. Like it's, it's, it's true governance, but, it's, you know, maybe the stakes aren't the same, the community is smaller and so on, that can help bring people into that ecosystem, you know. Lots of people, say, come into blockchain because of like, NFTs because they're flashy and fun and then find themselves loving the underlying technology. And I think that's something we can do with Disco Solaris too, with like governance and bringing people, you know, that awareness. And I don't, and you know, there'll be people maybe who are only interested in NFTs that then, you know, find their way to governance. But I think too, anyone who just wants to take part in governance already, you know, this is still a really good place for them to join in. And, you know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, governance and taking part, it's almost like a muscle that we have to, we have to flex and practice and get used to. And, and a lot of the time it feels like there's a, you know, people are almost scared to put forward a proposal or discuss something new and having a bit of an easier playground to do that in will be really strong. 
Yeah, absolutely, 100%. That's that's the beauty of when you get people together who all share a common interest to build together, that they start exploring these different threads, right? They start trying out these different things, and they can really take it in directions that, you know, like other communities might not think of because they have this creative energy. I see Big Joe has joined us. Thank you, sir. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I, I was on another space. And I was like, yo, what does Summon do? I want to go check it out. And then I seen you had Disco Solaris on here today. So I said, let me go learn something. Yeah, man, we were just talking about, uh, you know, building community governance, right? So um, we have just announced that Summon Platform is accepting applications for people who want early access to the platform. Uh, we are up on mainnet um, so that people can start onboarding. Um, if if they are ready and we are ready to onboard them, so you have to fill out an application form, and then if you're as, you know in order uh, as we're able to help people onboard, we will start accepting groups and helping them um, get their groups online, um, and that would be in preparation for our public launch to let the public all come online because we want to make sure you know we have a lot of strong communities on there first, so we can work out all the bugs and just sort of making sure people can get on correctly and they don't have you know we have all the questions answered in a reasonable way um and then we've just been talking with disco about you know as one of the strongest communities in cardano what do they do to keep the energy up you know what do they do to create things together um and they just you know have this awesome narrative that they're building the story of living on another planet and uh, how they need to govern themselves how they need to draw people in how they need to work together and it's a lot of fun that's awesome because um, I'm the chosen leader of the stoner community, so we could get something going there. And I'm also a member of the Disco Solaris community. They welcomed me in with open arms, even though I'm always high. So, yeah, we could get something going. Dude, I can't wait to see the Cardano Stoners Club as a, as a community within Summon. And I think... Uh, you guys will be able to give us a bunch of really solid ideas for how we can improve, especially the social layer of the Summon platform. Make sure that we have a, a solid social layer and it's a, a fun place to hang out, right? Yeah, Riley, long time no talk. Um, still can't forget when we met up, I was drunk as hell, high as hell, and you're right there right in front of the hotel. You're like, Joe. I'm like, Riley? You're like, yeah. And then you started talking about all kinds of shit I couldn't understand. Like, yo, sip this and sip that. It's going to be able to do this for gaming. And I'm like, hell yeah. I'm glad we got you on our side because I don't know what the fuck is going on. Joe, I looked for you for hours, dude. Like, when I saw you and you got out of the car and people were like, oh, there's Big Joe. I was like, man, I have to go talk to Big Joe. I was pretty drunk that night, too. Was that in Vegas? That's how you get shot around here. Was that in Vegas or Denver or Austin? Uh, Man, I know who wasn't in Denver. I, I didn't hear you, Riley. Where was that? Vegas. Vegas, right on. I thought what was happening in Vegas stayed in Vegas. Riley, you broke the rule. That's got to be built into the governance. Someone can't even hold the Vegas and Vegas rule. Come on. All right. Do we have anyone else who wants to come up here and ask questions for Disco, the Disco community, or make com give comments on what Disco is up to and what their part in the Disco community is? 
I want to say um, shout out to there's a there's a person with a blue face down there, um, Mayor Grancho, and you know there wasn't an official vote, but I feel like there didn't need to be because he didn't choose that name; it was thrust upon him. And for I don't even want to know how long now. <laughs> every week he goes to space and and he gets the community together, um, and and it's and it's a thriving thing. And they they speak about so many things. Um, and often governance is a really powerful topic. And he's been leading the charge on that for our community for well over a year now. I had a uh, a good five or ten minute conversation with uh, Mrs. Quasarito, uh, trying to explain <laughs> what Mayor Mayor Grancho's name was, um, and it's really hard onboarding conversations and understanding uh, to, to people that aren't in this space. And the onboarding experience to Disco is really really amazing because it is such a broad and large. Um, ecosystem and network. Um, it's it's continual, constant onboarding. At least at least for me, and that's my approach to it. And everybody approaches it differently. That's why onboarding isn't a one thing, one way. Bam, onboarding is done. It has to you know continuously evolve as as the technology that we're building evolves, as new ideas evolve. Um, it's 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 not iterative. Um, it's just like almost spontaneous and, and uh, improv sometimes. But getting the formula uh, to onboard is, is tricky. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do with, with, with someone. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that you're interested in seeing, you know, what we can offer. Um, because, you know, every community is going to have the, the flow of you know members that onboard mature and then change the ecosystem right so when when people get interested in a community they're going to come in and they're going to be new they're not going to know what's going on so they're going to look to the masters of the crafts to say like what what are the experienced people doing that i can learn from and they're going to say i'm going to you know find someone who can be my mentor i'm going to find somebody who i can watch who can who can show me what's going on and they're going to be watching, and at first they won't really understand. They won't really know. But the more they watch, the more they'll learn. And then they can start making contributions, and they can, you know, become like, you know, a good apprentice, right? Like an apprenticeship model under the master of the craft until the time that they advance to the point where they can become the masters. And then when they are the masters, they can be collaborating. They can be building. And by that time, they've changed the ecosystems where it's different. And so the next people who come in are coming into a different environment. But that's good. That's how you grow. That's how you that's how you keep alive. That's how you keep changing and adapting to the environment. So I, I it's, 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 it's yeah, it's an exciting process. So Badger, go ahead. So yeah, just quickly on the onboarding and then I'll move on to my other point. Um, you know, one thing that is really powerful, especially in Web3, is right, it's like people bring in people that they want to be there. So like within Disco, you know, like <clears throat> Quasar um, effectively um, onboarded like tons of people who were taking part in um, Cardano governance when they had the like the the DREP, was it the DREPs? I don't know. Um, and he and he brought a lot of them into Disco and and now you know they're firstly you know representing and, and taking part and but also like you know helping to shape the future of that. And without Quasar to like kind of know those people and bring them in, then it wouldn't happen. 
And the same thing will happen with someone, right? Like there'll be groups who go, oh, this is a really cool platform. I want you to use it because I think, you know, it'll make sense to have your like vote and so on and so forth. And it'll grow that way, which is really powerful. And then um, what I also was going to say is that um, it's not only, you know, everyone, the, the beautiful thing about Web3 is like everyone is a master and everyone is an apprentice. So, you know, like you'll have these, you know, you can learn from everyone and teach to everyone and having these close, these really close communities where we can do that together to me is just like, it's so wonderful. For example, we have a guy in the community who we just all refer to as the builder because he just makes stuff for like so many different things. He just, he, he'll just build it. And, um, you know, when he joined, he, he didn't really even speak English, right? Very well. Like he could engage somewhat in the chat. Um, but you know, like he, he could, he really struggled to communicate. And over time he's learned and we've spoke to him in voice chats and he's always in the chat as well. And I felt like, you know, I've learned so much from this person just through his, like, just through, from his personalities, from his sheer tenacity to, you know, learn a new language, to take part, to engage in so many different levels. Right. And, you know, there'd be people, and he's been learning from other people the whole time. Like, you know, there's been, I know he was learning to code from one person and he's learned, you know, graphic design and, and so on and so forth. And so, like, he's been learning off all these people, but at the same time, he's the master just from being himself. And I think that's something that, um, like, Web3 and governance and, like, DAOs and so on is, is so amazing because it brings everyone in. Um, on this, we're all peers to each other. And, and that's something that someone, you know, will be empowering. Man, you just blew my mind. Hey, the builder. The builder puts together Disco Insider, and sorry to interrupt and not raise my hand, um, Adam. Uh, but yeah, builder puts in Disco Insider, and I, I was like, how do how do I get something in there? And they said, just send them something. So I just sent them something, and shit, if it wasn't in there and in there right and better than what I'd sent with no context, I don't understand how he does it. But that is brilliant. You know, it's I, I love I love building I love bringing up builder uh, I love building up builder as well um, but I love bringing him up you know I was we were in the community just mixing up as we do and he was like hey I'm thinking about um you know putting out this this like article and I was like oh, okay and like um you know we put it up in multiple spots it was up on Dagwell you know it was up on Twitter and. Just to see how things spiderweb. Like the other day, I get a request from um, Adam, and I get a request from Matt, um, and they're like, "Hey, can you get this through to Disco Insider?" So even without you guys even know it, just like just like building someone up in the Disco Solaris, it created a tool which Summon is like, "Wait a second, that represents an actual inside lane to the community." And I mean, a couple of months ago, we were like. We were cutting up things like when I was just trying to send him crap and the energy that he's put into this project and the support that he's given, it's provided a platform that's useful to the greater Cardano community. And I think that's what we're about here. Um, and I just want to thank everyone for allowing us to be here. I got a birthday party to take my kid to. Um, but this is just an amazing discussion and just being able to provide the tools that people need to make this official so we can stop living in this what if what if the bear market goes away where we could actually be like, no, we don't care about the bar, the bear market because we are built for this. And to have it done right and legally 
it's kind of the promise and the hope that I have for some. And so I just really thank you guys for giving me a platform to speak today. And I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you to everyone from the disco community uh, for coming to join us to talk about what you guys are doing to build. Uh, thank you for everyone who's interested in Summon. I'll just uh, plug again uh, this, this tweet that's posted at the top. You know, if you're interested in having your community be part of that early access group to the Summit platform, please fill out that form, and we're going to try to make a list of everyone that we can get onboarded uh, so that we can try this out and get through it. Um, I just want to sort of end with what Badger said. Like, you know, everyone's a master and everyone's an apprentice at a different subject, a different topic. And the beauty of Web3 is that it brings us together in these networks where we can try things out and learn from each other and build together to become become masters at new things. Um, so, yeah, um, we'll, we'll just go from there. We'll keep building, and we will see you again in the future. Thank you, everyone.